Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton. So we're supposed to be co-hosted today by Moses, but Moses didn't quite make it in here yet. So um, as you guys can see, we have a uh, mystery guest today. We're going to go through this and um, you guys are going to ask the questions and whatever questions you ask, he will answer them. And once he answers it, oh, not working. Uh, anyway, um, when you guys answer the or as he answers the questions, we're going to continue to get, get uh, guesses to see who uh, this mystery guest is today. Um, let me finish up uh, sharing this with a couple more uh, sites here. Um, Car Audio Addicts, uh, California Base. Um, yeah, all my car audio groups are all mixed in all of a sudden, so now I gotta go through them one at a time and figure them out. There we go. And so let's see here. Travis Hostetter says, What's up, y'all? Um, Rosa, you know, we're waiting for Moses. He should know how to do that. He's already done it a couple times. Once he figures it out, we'll let him in. Um, Scott Schrader and Greg Clary, three other people watching there. I got SQ Sounds uh, going from Barbados, Bridgetown, Barbados. Alex Barnett. Uh, Rosa says he can't log in. So click on the link. And then once he clicks on the link, then he should go to um, his browser on his phone and Paste it into – so click on the link, copy the link, paste it in your browser. Once you paste it in your browser, uh, then push go, and then you'll go to, and it'll start it up. That's what he needs to do. All right, guys. So what questions do we have for our mystery guests uh, to help you guys figure out who he is? All right, so let's get some questions going. Uh, the link is not broken because – uh, Jeffrey, uh, somebody just logged in or tried logging in. And they got in. Um, anyway, so uh, any guesses? So what, what questions would you guys ask? So far, you guys all know he was two-time world champion and multi-time regional champion. So let's see. Let's get some questions out here. Up, oh, Moses, admit. And uh, let me switch this up to me. What's up? Hey, you made it. <laughs> Dude, that thing's tricky sometimes, man. Oh. Uh, turn your, turn the phone sideways, Moses. Let me see. Let me try it again. There we go. 
Oh, there you go. You're there. All right. So, Moses, any guesses on who are, or not guesses, but uh, any uh, questions for our mystery guest? Shoot, man, are you going to be, uh, am I going to be seeing you in the lanes? or? <laughs> will, will, will he see you in the lanes, Mr. Mystery Guest? Yes. All right. Well, we do a meet and greet, man. So, have you, uh, Mystery Guest, has Moses ever met you before? Yes. See? So you've already met him, so it's not a meet and greet. <laughs> All right. See, so then it's going off to a good start then. We're good then. All so, right. So any other things? So so what um, we know so far is he's two-time world champion, multi-time oh. regional champion. Woo-hoo, man. So this, this, guy's, uh, this guy's got a good background behind him, man. Yep. Dude, that's pretty good then. Rosa wants to know how tall. <laughs> Mystery guest, how tall are you? I'm going to say average. Average height in high heels. <laughs> no. No. Okay, so he's average height, multi-time world champion. Anything else? What kind of, you got, man? What kind of, what kind of vehicle do you have? So uh, are you asking a competition vehicle? Yes. Or, what are, kind of okay, what kind vehicle. of competition vehicle do you or did you run? I had two. Two different ones. What so, was your best one? What was your lo- what was your loudest score? How's that? Was a ninety no, it was a nineteen eighty two uh Volkswagen Rabbit. Volkswagen Rabbit and what was the score? The score at finals was a one sixty four point one. 164.1. Two-time world record holder. Um, What else can we ask him? Shoot. Uh, are you from the west or the east coast or uh, central? I competed at both west and quote-unquote east coast finals. <laughs> so he's competed on both sides. Okay. Both sides. Yep. I would say that's accurate. Man, I want to. I want to know. I want I'm. I'm trying to think. You know, if I. I did see this vehicle. If I do remember. I mean, I. I've seen. I've seen a lot of loud cars, man. Yep. So. Um. The only one I know is this. Uh. Is the one guy that has the DC stuff. Uh. Ah, what's his name? He has a Beetle too. That. That's a good question. So, what equipment did you? Uh. Were, was in the last vehicle you ran? So the last vehicle I had that won World Finals, what I had was Soundstream amplifiers okay. and T3 audio woofers. Oh, so you don't even know what a T3 audio is, right? I'm not, I'm not, not too familiar. Yeah, so they were one of the pioneers. Uh, when, okay. uh, when last did you compete is a question from uh, Barbados. Last time was finals of 2009. Oh, okay. So that's so you met him, but he hasn't competed since 2009. Oh, okay. And in okay. 2009, he did a 164. Okay. 
and that made him a world champion and a world record holder. That's some serious stuff, man. Congratulations, dude, man. Well, <laughs> like I said, I, once I see you, the face is familiar, man, and I, I'm pretty sure I'll know. All like right. I said, I'm, I'm a talkative kind of guy. I like to meet everybody, man. Doug, Doug knows that. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, uh, do you remember Moses from the lanes, uh, Mr. Guest? Yes. See? He knows you. See? All right. So you're trying you're starting to get out there. All right. Um <laughs> See, here's the problem <laughs> is I invite people to know stuff. And so they get in the chat. Yeah. Yes, Jacob Fincher, you are correct. Our mystery guest today is Jeffrey Fernandez. Hey, <laughs> and I was gonna say it's Jeff, but I, I I knew you had more rings than that, dude. Oh, you mean these ones? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? Oh man, my hand. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll get some too, Moses. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm up. I'm, I'm giving. So who, who guessed there. it? Was it was it a uh, uh, Jacob, Jacob Fincher? He's all going El Guapo and oh, all man, that crap. I can't even. I can't even see the, the uh, comments. Oh, you can't see him on. Uh, you. I, I thought you were watching him on Facebook too. I think there's a lag. There's a lag. Oh, but, no, I mean, he's, he's no big deal, dude. Since I since I said mystery guest, he started guessing you right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Good old, good old Jake. Um, Yes, Stephen Ryan says, "What's up, Jeffrey?" Yeah, Hakeem, hey. right? Hakeem from back ha- in the day. Hakeem. Yeah, I mean, we all had our little nicknames back in the day. Yeah. Um, XSSPL you Jeff, know, you're you're still XSSPL Jeff in my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Speaking of phone, I don't know. Can I, if I can share this story with you guys yeah. out there to uh, Doug's listeners, and maybe I should have him call me up on my phone so you guys could hear it, but. Um, there's this, there, there was this commercial, there was this commercial, uh, it was with, what was the, uh, famous, uh, Cowboys player? Michael uh, Anyways, who, mm, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, okay. Troy Aikman. So he was at a, he was at a liquor store and his phone starts to ring and it's the announcer saying, touchdown Aikman, touchdown Aikman, winner or something like that, right? <laughs> so I figured, you know what, let me, let me go through my old videos I'll get uh, I'll get Doug, you know, announcing Team XS SPL Jeffrey World Champion. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know if you guys can hear it. I have to. You guys hear it? Anyways, here try one more time here. Okay, I forgot I'm wearing uh, AirPods, so yeah. you probably gotta. I'm not sure where the uh, earpiece is. Yeah, so basically it just says, Jeffrey Fernandez, world champion! (laughs) Super Street Snowball. You know, if I have, if I need some way to remind me, some way to remind me that I was the uh, world champion, (laughs) you know, maybe the ringtone. Or maybe something. I'm not sure what. So I, I love that, Jeffrey. I love that every time. You know, we love to see that in all the pictures. That's awesome. Uh, when did you get that tattoo done? 
It was probably after the uh, second world championship. Uh, it was after, it was after 07 for sure. And it was, and believe it or not, it was um, when Obama, the president at the time, he was giving out these stimulus checks, right? Or was it <laughs> stimulus checks back then? I, I'm not sure what they're uh, called, but they were giving out, I think it was like hundreds. So, you know, I got this check and I'm like, man, I need to do something that, you know, is like memorable, you know? And, and I was joking around with um, Jonathan DeMuth. Um, he was back then uh, T3 Audio, mm-hmm. which I think now is uh, a prodigy. Um, but um we were joking around getting tattoos and, you know, I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, I'll get a tattoo on me and, you know, and that's, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mr. Obama for the tattoo. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure my, my uh, tax dollars went heavily towards that since uh, oh, yeah. I didn't get one of those stimmy, stimmy checks. So uh, I never received yeah. any of them stimmies. So. Hey, <laughs> but um so anyway so yeah so um let's uh walk through it when did you start competing what got you into car audio all that stuff um i started man it's, it's gonna make me sound like i'm old well you are i'm, uh, I'm not i'm not old looking <laughs> <laughs> but uh i started in, um i think 99 maybe 2000 uh season mm-hmm. that's uh 2000 um man I started off, I had my little Toyota Corolla. Um, I think I had four JL audio. Uh, don't tell nobody I said that. <laughs> but I had four JL audio 12s in W3s. the back of my trunk in a, in a false floor. And I had US Acoustics amps. Um, and man, I thought I was a shit back then. So I went to the my first competition. I think it was, uh, I think maybe like probably Lake Paris, right? It was, it was in it was Orange County oh, okay. area, um, and the first person I went up against, or the the person who took me out, was Jim Jean in his he was loud. in his suburban. You know, yeah. an older suburban, he probably had like six or eight, 15, 18s, and had four <laughs> which are 500 plus. So if that, yeah. if that kind of like brings back any memories for any old school, uh, uh, old school competitors, that yeah. was me. And, uh, man, and, uh, believe it or not, that's, uh, when I, I saw like all the big systems and was like, man, I'm just, I'm just like this little fish in a, in a big pond. Yeah. You know, I, I thought mine was the shit. I had four woofers. Sorry if I curse on here. Anyway, so I, I thought I thought I was, you know, banging with four twelves and a false four, and you know, shoot, I was wrong. But you know, at that day, it kind of just like, and I'm sure with a lot of your uh, listeners, when they first go to that first competition, yep. you know, they either win or get beat, or or you know what, you don't you don't lose. I was, you know, wise man once told me you don't lose, you either win or you learn, right? That's right. Get experience. Exactly. So what I ended up doing was I was like, man, this kind of just lit a fire under me. And I was just like, man, I got to hit all these shows. Mm -hmm. And if if you look on the leaderboard right now, I'm probably like maybe top 15 in the United States right now in points. It was probably those first few seasons 
where I was hitting shows, bam, bam, bam. I did, I did, uh, NorCal, you know, I was all over, uh, SoCal. I even did an XM radio show in Arizona that you threw, Doug. And, and I remember that day cause it rained and it was, Oh dude, the monsoon. You remember that monsoon? Monsoon. Yeah. Dude, it literally like there was an inch of water in the street where we were at in a matter of, I don't know, like less than five minutes. And then yeah. we just put the tent back quick. up and just kept on yep. going. Oh, yeah. right? Didn't even slow us down a little bit, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> hey, so Moses, can you relate with that? Showing up to a show, thinking you're t- king shit, and next thing you know, damn. Oh, yeah, dude. Trust me, man. We, we, had, a, we had a really nice run during the whole season, bro. And then we went to Alabama, and I was like, all right, man. Time out. We're going to go there. We're going to see what we got. Man, dude, like a bag of chips out there, dude. Popped me back open, and I was just- I was like, man, but I mean, for what it was, dude, you, you know, I got to see a lot of like fourth order, sixth order, stuff like that. And then, mm-hmm. so, I mean, there was some, there was some serious power out there, man. And I, I, I just felt like I just brought my boom box, man, you know, but <laughs> hey, it is what it is, dude. So all we do is step back. Like I said, we take, hey bro, we I take can tell you and we learn from you know? my, my experience, my first world finals. I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to say, but I took 13th place at my first world finals Oh, back hey, in 2000. But, but you got to think, right? So they only invited the top 15 people in the world yeah. to world finals then. That was it. So you went by points and then certified SPL at that time. No, uh, actually back then, um, I don't think it might have been certified because I know there was a couple of guys that, we're in a different class that went down to my class. I, you know how it is now. It's like, okay, you, you compete at a multi, um, you get a certified and you're locked in that class. Right. He, uh, back then, shoot, yeah. there was guys, you know, in like extreme coming down to the class I was competing, which was back then, uh, street three to four. Right. You know, I think it was 600 Watts was the max. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, four woofers, three to four. So, dude, I got smashed. So if that's <laughs> like, if that's like any, if that kind of gives any kind of inspiration to the viewers that, you know, you, you might not do well the first time, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, first couple of seasons. Dude, I won my first championship. Was it 2005? So it took me about five years to win my first championship. I know there's guys that come out the gate, you know, their rookie year winning world championships, but hey, you know, <laughs> it, it seems like it's more rewarding, right, to, yeah. you know, kind of go up in the ranks, you know. I love going to all the shows every weekend, um, you know, hanging out with uh, uh, sound off guys, and, you know, it's it's the connections you made. Like, I mean, that's, I think, one of the shows I um, – Met up with uh, the Team X's SPL guys. Mm-hmm. Um, more so with uh, Chad Geary. I'm sure you guys, some of you guys might have heard his uh, heard his name, Chad yeah. Geary. Yeah, he's he's kind but, of a uh, famous guy. We're trying to get him on. We'll get him on eventually. He's a little uh, camera shy. We'll say he he doesn't um, he doesn't like to be in the limelight like that. But dude, that is no, one smart right. dude. I mean, when yeah, it comes to box building dude. and and design, he's Dude, he's off the hook. He's um, probably taught me, I want to say, maybe about 
eighty percent, maybe a little bit more than eighty percent of the, yeah. the the knowledge I have with the uh, SPL competitions and all that. Uh, him and uh, Roger Bridges, you guys yep. know, uh, the head guys that were running uh, Team XS SPL at the time. And um, you know, I always tell people like they want to know how to be successful in this, and it's I tell them, hey, dude, surround yourself with people with the same goals as you to help lift you guys all up together. Cause you don't want to hang out there with just guys that going to go to shows and, you know, um, not have similar goals, right. You might just get stuck. Yeah. You know? So, um, I mean, I, I kind of like with that experience, I just kind of like just took it and ran and, so, you know, so currently you're number 33, for lifetime points, that's, that's probably in the world though. That that's in the knock world. It, not, knock oh, would it you down like to, me to uh, nationals? Okay, let, let me let me bust <laughs> you down, down to, to North US. America. Yeah, <clears throat> hold on, let me go. USA. I've got a long ways to go. Get my rank, man. <laughs> uh, USA. There's Terry Brocks. Uh, Leo Belt. He is by forty one hundred yeah. points to twenty seven hundred is second. Um, Terry Brocks is a machine, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Yep. You guys uh, Leo knows. Valdez. Leo Valdez. Jim, Jim Jean. Jim Jean. Um, Man, is, what is he like? Is he third still? Still third. 2,367. When, when, did he, when did he stop competing? Hold on. Let he me pull this competing. up. Like in 2000. Was his last Dude, show or something. So if, if you kind so of like. So 2013. So okay, okay. So he stopped competing in 2003. He okay. started again in 2011 and stopped in right. 2013. Okay. So he only competed in one, two, three, four, five, six years total competition, and he's third yeah. in the world for points. Sick. That is sick. That, that is, is sick. insane. Okay, okay, okay. I remember okay, when okay. he was going. I remember he did a show in SoCal. Yep. And it was like that same. That it was like the same day in the evening. He went up to NorCal to no. do the show. No. So he stopped in in Central Cal, did a show in either Fresno or Merced, Sick. and then hit one up in Sacramento, all in the same day. Sick. You got you new guys out there right now thinking you're the shit hitting like. You know, multiple shows a day. You ain't Jim Jean the shit. You ain't Jim Jean shit. Because Jim <laughs> Jean. Uh, hey, well, dude, I mean, that's, that's the uplifter, like you're it, saying, dude. It, I, look up, yeah. I look up to that kind of stuff. So man. you're number 17 in the country, Jeff. Uh, Team Nemesis Walt just ahead of you. Bo Boren, <laughs> Randy yeah, Kubek, Steve Mick. Big names. Uh, Team Neo Vernon, Nathan Potter, Ray Maestas. Uh, Team Pure Pressure Step. Um, Fred Wright Damn. Jr., SSC Ron, Brian Nyman. That's like a who's who's. Yeah. Who's who's the competitors for sure. Dude, I mean, look look at this. Just in the California, just so you guys know, I mean, California has been kicking this stuff off. I mean, like I said, I took over judging in 2000, and I really put on a lot of shows and whatnot. Um, in California, you're looking at number two, Leo Valdez. Number three, Jim Jean. Number five, Brian Nyman. Uh, number seven, SSC Ron. This is lifetime points. Uh, lifetime. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Ray Maestas. Um, you know, in the top ten, that's how many is that? That's that's uh one, two, three, four, five, five out of the top ten are out of California. That's awesome. Lifetime points. That is so uh, good. Lifetime. Yep. Yeah. That Hit gives your volume, uh, you know, you competitors out there something to shoot for. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. Getting these points. Yep. It's it's more than just bringing home that trophy. You know, you get a lot of you guys know. Okay, first place gets eight points. Second place gets seven points. But man, yep. They used to, and Doug Doug still does it, but he he gives out the uh, points. I, I haven't done the points jacket in a couple of years. Okay. Um, I think I may start that again. So that was when we were doing the the last time we did the money. I believe yeah. that was 2016 or 18. Well, when we handed out that bunch of cash, everybody just complained about receiving. I mean, we handed out, I think, $9,600 in cash uh, wow. between three venues, right? That was you down south, me up north, and um, uh, Andrew McCain in, in Minnesota or uh, New Mexico. And between our three places, we ended up giving out a little over 9000 in cash. Yeah. And then all people did was complain about it. So, it was, hey, guess what? We don't need to give out cash anymore. What? They complain about it? Yes, sir. Can't Whenever there's it. money involved, somebody's going to always guys. complain. Man, um, they, they must be rolling in money or something. They... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, what was the question? Uh, Rosa, uh, uh, what's his name's wife right there? Well, kind of wife. In law, or what, what would you call it? Common law wife? Uh, Moses' is common law wife? Um, I got a chance to hang out with her at a show. You did? Uh, this was, it was, uh, what well, was a show I hosted in Toon Time? It was the Toys for Tots. Yeah, oh, that was okay. fun. Man, yeah, it was fun. I, I couldn't believe uh, Moses came down. Oh, it is so cool <laughs> to do the show, but I, I should have known. But man, they're party people for sure. Finals? Man. <laughs> Too bad, too bad yeah, I was yeah. on the clock. Too bad I was on the clock at finals. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be, I'd be, you know. Yeah, I had you too, Moses. You know, at finals, was, up, at finals was the best, you know, because Wayne, Wayne uh, used to do these competitor parties, yeah. right? Yep. I, I remember one time it was on a riverboat. Yes. And we had like pizza. It was open bar. Yep. There was, there was fights. <laughs> uh, on the boat, but nobody knows about it. But it was so fun, dude. Man. You know, I can't. I mean, we always talk. I always talk to Roger and like some of the old school guys, and we're like, man, we need to get it back to like one location that way we can get everybody there. We could do the competitor party. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun back then, and you know, kind of now uh, when we did last finals, you know, we we're all just kind of hanging out and. Uh, we kind of got both coasts, so to speak, uh, at one event in, in Alabama with you, Moses, and yeah. uh, man, for sure in uh, in Cali, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of the East Coast guys. We got we had Dan Horner there, uh, Pop Tart, and and uh, yeah, it was just like one Gracie, big party. And so Gracie's took, watching. Yeah, and, Gracie was yeah, there. Gracie, yep, Gracie's it, watching it, right it now. It took me back. It yep. took me Gracie back. So a lot of you guys yeah. right now that are experiencing it, like the last finals, dude. It's it's like. It's uh, the fun is back again. It's just kind of sucks, you know, because I'm on the clock at finals. <laughs> I can't partake in a lot of the festivities, but maybe, you know, maybe I'll clock out early one day and just, you know. <laughs> yes, sir, dude. Hey, I would like that. I'd be fun, man, because like I said, we've yeah. uh, we met a few times on a cool couple of occasions, man. So yeah. we're going to keep rolling on this one, man. I want to get in. I want to get inducted in this lifetime point thing, man. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what's up. So Rosa, Gavin, dude, I want my jacket a little shorter on the right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rosa wants to know. Rosie wants to know. Uh, did you um, ever compete against me? The answer is um, no. 
I don't think so. No, no, no. So I did go down to uh, Lake Paris and compete, um, but I was in the uh, amateur 300 watt class. Oh, okay. So, so I was below yeah. you. Um, that I think that was 2000 or 99, and we we drove yeah, down it there. It was uh, that's when I was with um, Sound Waves. It was me. Um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Scott. And the A in that trusty leather jacket. No, no, no. That was pre pre leather jacket. Uh, it was Scott. Yeah, it was Scott um, Sanborn, uh, Miguel Ayala. You know, we were a team, and we went down there and did our thing. Chris Howard, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he had a he had a truck. I think a white yeah, truck. Yeah. So so he. I went, remember he brought it down to SoCal. Yeah. So first he used to compete with a uh, Trans Am or a Camaro. A Camaro. He had like an '82 Camaro. Mm-hmm. And he was the first one to stomp my in the uh, mud hole in me, right? So we go up there, and, and I mean, obviously he was part of ta- Team Soundwaves. They were good. I mean, definitely a high quality team. They were like the XSSPL of up north, right? So nice. I go against him in the lanes. I got, dude. I have two. I have a single Phoenix Gold Ten with a high fon- or not high phonics, um, power. Acu- no, what's uh, Radio Shack? The the Jeez, you're, you're bringing me back. Though. I know the uh, whatever the Radio Shack brand was, right? The Optimus. I had Optimus, an, I had an Optimus 300 water and a single 10, and I was going up against him. Dude, he stomped me bad. Oh, he did like sick. a 146. I did like a 138, which for a single oh. 10 in the trunk of a car with the Optimus 300 water, come on. And you bad. know what? There's no shame in that because no. you know what? What? What's gonna win that 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 battle is the first battle is you getting out there. Yep. You you know you guys are thinking about competing, dude. Just by you showing up, putting your name you know on the dotted line and competing, that's kind of like the most of the battle right there. Everything else is just fun. You know you get beat, you get beat. So what? Yep. You know, you blow some yep. stuff up. You know, that's the name of the game. But right. you know yep. that's how that's how you you know you come up. You get your notoriety and. Yep. So, you know? so mine was real simple. I went up to Chris right after that run. And I go, dude, you will never beat me again. I promise you exactly. that. Exactly. And yes. guess what? He never did. <laughs> he went to Super Street one to two the very next show. So, no. and I stayed in the stock class, but I was hitting a one fifty um, by finals. Um, I didn't qualify for finals. I went to my first show, and it was August or September, and which is obviously the end of our season. But like mm-hmm. I said, I just learned about DB Drag. I went to a stair shop. They're like, hey, we're having a show today. Come on, check it out. And so I came and checked it out. And uh, it was one of those uh, traveling, I think, Kicker. Was it Kicker? Or Rockford Fosgate used to do those shows, right? Yeah. I'm, I, actually, I have um, an award from Rockford Fosgate here. Oh. It was like a little, it was a, like a little plaque. And, okay. Uh, they actually uh, uh, stamped it. Uh, hand stamped my score on it and yeah it was like this whole series and it was actually for you guys who you know want to do all these shows this series this rockford fosgate series was during the week 
So it was yeah, like Monday, it was like Tuesday, a Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday, yeah. Oh yeah, it was sick, man. It was sick. We had all like Dude, all those crazy shows back then. Yeah, so so what they would happen is like they would be in Visalia on Monday night, and then Tuesday night mm-hmm. they'd be in Fresno. Then they'd be yeah. in Madeira on Wednesday night. Then they'd be in Merced on Thursday night, and then Friday night they'd make it up to Modesto, you know, and then be in Sacramento on Saturday. And so you could actually follow them, and that's part of how Jim Jean got so many of his points too. Oh, yeah. You know. What do you think, Doug? What are you thinking, Doug? I'm uh, not thinking about doing that at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of that, bud. Um, so, but um, no. Uh, oh, somebody asked if that 150 was a single 10. No, I had uh, two 12s and a um, a Arc Audio uh, 500 watt amplifier, and I was able to do 150 on the old mics. So that's equal to like a 144 now. But you guys also have to understand the development of uh, car audio and car audio design in cars was, I mean, we were so far behind back in 2098, 99 compared to where we are now. Um, oh, I was going to say behind who? Well, we were just we were just behind where we are now, right? Behind ourselves. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, it was literally uh, people, it was build it and try it. Um, yeah. Now... I can I can do some math on a computer and roughly tell you what number you're going to score uh, with the design that I build. And I'm sure Jeffrey, if Jeffrey were able to build you a box or whatever, you know, if he's going to build you a wall, you know, he knows you're going to do a 160 right out of the box. Um, just from our experience, you can, that's right. You can just you can just walk up to a car and smell. Okay, that's a 60. That's a 60 that's car. That's a 60 right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> what you smell, you smell like like. The, uh, the wood, the fiberglass, the uh, resin. You smell, <laughs> you smell the cement in there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's when you know it's like it's this ain't gonna be like no street class. It's not gonna be like no forties. Nope. You know, this is this is gonna be like sixty. Real deal. A, yep. It's like the little like the little intricacies that you know you're gonna kind of like gauge. Okay, what's what's this guy gonna do? You know, what's this guy gonna do? And you just kind of look and be like, okay, you know. He's got a 10-inch uh, aeroport. Well, okay, yeah, he'll do pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Mario says, uh, when you smell coils, you know. <laughs> that's, yeah, when you smell coils, that's that's when you know. There's that meme out there with uh, that Napoleon Dynamite guy with his brother, and he's like, you know, that's when it starts uh, getting serious is once you start smelling coils. That's when you know it's getting serious. You, you ever smell any coils, Moses? Yeah, I'll just uh... – <laughs> This this last time we was at a Jeff's Toys for Tots. Yeah. You mean, was it was it burning coil or burning? Oh, no, I, don't, I don't. Mine doesn't go too low, <laughs> man. And I, I, you know me, man. Once I get a little, get a little out of hand, sometimes I start getting low, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know the, the 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 crowd and everybody goes out there as they like it. So I'm like, man, they sold me yeah. four, four more, right, dude? Yeah. So exactly. uh, we do have a question here for you, um, Team Gigawatts in the ga- in the house. Uh, yes, oh, sir. Okay. Um, the name of the game, SPL. I um, uh, just had a question here from Stephen Rain. Rain. Uh, okay. Again, any news about volumes of shows in SoCal? SoCal. You know where are these 
um, chats coming from? Are they on? Uh, they're, they're on, on the Facebook. On my fa- that one's on Facebook. I'm I'm looking at oh, two screens okay. here, so I see YouTube on one side, Facebook on the other. Ah, that's okay. I was looking on YouTube, and I, I didn't really see much uh, activity on there. But um, yeah. so to answer Stephen's question is, um, man, I I know we're gonna be back in tune time, probably for his uh, his annual summer show. Um, um, a bunch of teams have hit me up about wanting to do shows. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, getting the, uh, the schedule down. Um, I, I don't know if I could, if I can reveal the teams that are interested in doing shows or the, or the shops and stuff like that. That's you know, I, maybe I should, maybe I should, so I can put them on the spot and yeah, put like, them on the spot. Know, it'll be guaranteed. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. You know, what yeah. I, I kind of noticed is kind of like an influx of uh, SPL teams yes. wanting to host events now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then it was like you had to have a shop host it, you know, which is still kind of like what we do now. But um, you, like I said, when you get all these guys together, you know, similar mindset, they're like, you know, what what do we got to do to, you know, get this going, get this uh, popping over here and in this area, this area. Hey, let's throw a show. Let's. Let's yep. put some money in and throw a show, mm-hmm. you know, and it's as easy as that. Um, probably my last few shows have been, you know, um, car audio teams wanting to host an event. And that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing, you know, Yeah. let's keep doing it. So as far as answering Steven's question, Hey, you know, it's, it's in the works. It's in the works. I'm, I'm, it, I'm cooking it up here. So yep. and hit up tuned, Jeffrey. If you want to have a show, hit up hit Jeffrey up. and he will yes. absolutely take care of that for you. Yes. Yes, yeah. sir. So, so uh, you currently live in Dallas, Texas area, right? Yes. yes. It's the Dallas area, right? Yeah, I made the move out here to to Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's like a long story, but I mean, you guys, you know, back in 2020, you know that uh, I'd say back in 2020, I guess a long <laughs> time ago, but it seemed like it was a long time ago with uh, you know the pandemic and all that. So, you know, my wife and I were were kind of wanting to leave. Uh, well. Wanting to, you know, go to Texas, um, and you know, it was like 2020. Everything was shut down. Uh, the the uh, line of work I was in shut down. You know, mm-hmm. so we're like, hey, let's, uh, you know, make the move. Um, her her parents were out here in Texas, and it's like, uh, you know, they they got a big old house on a few acres, and we're like, you know, let's just stay with them for a while, and you know, just kind of see where things go, and. You know, a lot of the restrictions weren't as crazy as they were uh, as back in Cali, which, you know, maybe I shouldn't get all political and all that, <laughs> but, uh, you know. So, you know, we just kind of moved out here, and it's, it's working out really good. I'm, You know, I'm still going SoCal doing shows. I got family out there, so, you know, it's not it's not that big of a deal and work. for me, you know. And work, yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, and then on top of that, I mean, you got a great job now with, uh, with Crossfire. You teamed back up with Roger. Yeah. And yeah. working out at the crossfire. Yeah, a lot thing. of you guys don't know. Well, I, I guess I just uh, mentioned it earlier in the show, but uh, I've known Roger well over 20 years, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's like I said in the beginning. You know, it's these these connections you make. You know, had I not known him, and then you know, I moved to Texas. I well, I don't know where I'd, I'd be, but uh, you know, it's it's a. Uh, all right, kids, listen to this. It's not what you know, too. You know. <laughs> I I believe that to be accurate, sir. Yeah, I mean at a certain point, but uh, you know, once I guess 
once you're in the real world, you know, it's like connections that you made and stuff like that. So as long as, as long as nobody burns bridges, you know, you're all cool and yep. Shit, it's all good. It's Glad all to good. meet you, Jeff. <laughs> yes. So, so Jeffrey, yes, so you made the transition from competitor just as I did. I was much short time competitor, much more short time than you uh, as a competitor. But you made the transition from competitor to judge. What was that decision, and how did that all work out for you, or what led you to that? Um, you guys all know Andy Tusha, right? Yeah. He's he's the other uh, guy in Boom and Audio competitions. He was hosting shows uh, back in I think it was a little bit over maybe 2007, 2006. Uh-huh. Um, so he was, he was doing some shows in SoCal and I was, you know, competing at the time and, you know, um, and it's, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, and, you know, I'll joke around with Andy every once in a while, but when he first started out, you know, now we got laptops running, uh, you know, term labs, right? He had those, those boob tube, uh, computers, you know, oh, yeah. and it's, this is, this was back when they had the .NET. So it was like this long ribbon cable and, and stuff like that. So it was a couple of shows where we kind of uh, partnered up. You know, I, I kind of like provided the, uh, like a PA system and, and stuff like that. Cause before then, uh, he was just kind of yike, like yelling at competitors, you know, make it up to the lanes. And, you know, I mean, Andy, Andy will do that, you know. Uh, so he kind of, I kind of like gravitated, uh, towards that. And, uh, I was just kind of like, Hey, this is, you know, it almost seems like a natural transition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've already got the world records, you know, I've got regional championships, national championships, world championships. It just seemed like it was a, nat- a natural transition to, um, you know, to kind of be a judge. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, another saying that says, uh, if, if, what is it? If you can't do it, teach or something like that, <laughs> that, uh, I was kind of like, Hey, you know, um, with with all this technology, shoot, man, I'm gonna have to buy eight more amps, maybe thirty more <laughs> batteries, just to keep up with uh, with these guys uh, that are out in the. Well, it was back at the time where we did like uh, uh, finals, where it was multi-venue, multi multiple country venue. Like, well, I yes. guess you can yeah, say multiple that. countries all over. We had yes. uh, Greece, Brazil, Brazil. Europe. Yeah, we had somebody in Europe, either Greece, France, UK whatever, mm-hmm. Germany, uh, somebody from Europe, somebody from Brazil, Canada, and then uh, East Coast, West Coast. Dude, my last championship, I went head-to-head with a guy in Europe. Um, so, I, you know, for those of you guys, and I joke around with uh, you guys who win the championships, it's like, but dude, did you beat a European, you know? <laughs> um so I actually went up a, uh, up against a European guy uh, in the finals of uh, my last world championship. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess you could say that uh, I, I beat uh, someone else from a, another part of the world. But um, to kind of like go back in the question, it, it just seemed like a natural transition for me mm-hmm. um, to to be a judge, you know, kind of go behind the scenes now, you mm-hmm. know, uh, especially be uh, – uh, part of the rules discussions and stuff like that, yep. you know, um, there was another way for me to kind of, uh, beat all the competitors and, yep. and stuff like that. Um, you know, rub, rub elbows with, with the, uh, with like Wayne Harris and, you know, all the, uh, 
the big wigs of DB drag. So, <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, that's awesome. Uh, really enjoy that stuff. So is, um, we'll get into some rule stuff and talk about that. Cause, uh, I do want to talk about, um, your role in, uh, as judging, especially at the finals level. Um, but, um, what venue or event is your favorite memory of competing? Uh, to date man like I want to say maybe at a world finals level it's probably my first championship which I'm sure everybody's first right 2007 first... <laughs> San Mateo this was California 2005, dude oh. 2005 this okay. was uh it was Cleveland Ohio there we go I think <laughs> it was yep that was my um, first one judging as a matter of fact, oh. the World Finals. That was my first World okay. Finals judge. Do you remember it was like at some cow palace or it something was, like it, that? It was right across the or... street from the – no, it was right across the street from the airport in that big okay. empty right. room. And yeah. uh, Didn't they, it have like a Ferris wheel or something in there? Or... Uh, I remember seeing one, but I don't remember where it was at. <laughs> but, yes. But uh, that would probably be my most fondest uh, memory of DB Drag, I guess. Um, Is that the one we went on the boat? go back and – um, I don't think that was the boat. No, the boat, I think it might have been... Nashville, maybe? Yeah, it might have been. Well, Nashville, man. No, Nashville because were... we went to 4th Street, right? Yeah, you just you just walk down that street. Yeah. Right? You just bar hopping, bar hopping, bar hopping. I remember we made it to a couple of strip clubs and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> that's another story. But, yeah, um, dang, I mean, just to kind of like get you guys like, all, like, like out up and... All the up-and-comer um, competitors, dude, you know, once you start, you know, going to world finals, you're going to have a lot of these companies, uh, you know, want to get to know you as, like, a competitor. I, I remember, and uh, maybe I shouldn't say his name right now, but uh, it was, uh, he was from a manufacturer. Uh, he went and uh, took took us all out to the strip club. And uh, I remember we ended up getting kicked out, but you know it was uh, it was you know you're just you're just putting your your name out there, and then you get you're getting people that kind of like talk about you, and then you know you get these like these people these movers and shakers of the industry that hey you know let's let's uh, you know go take this guy out and you know stuff like that's all the cool part mm-hmm. you know of doing this of doing this stuff, but. Um, to kind of go back, to go back to what we were talking about is, uh, it was Cleveland. And, uh, I remember we coming from the West coast, we had to put our cars on a car transport, right? Yeah. Transport. This was, this was after years and years and years of driving from Cali to Nashville to do finals. You know, we were just like, let's just, you know, put our cars on car carriers and just fly out there. And, you know, um, it was, I think it was, and it was like every year because it was in October, but there was like, it was bad weather yeah. and the car carrier almost didn't make it to the venue. He he went to it the wrong a, city. Dude, I don't know what he, I don't know what he did. We were over there like, you know, we were already there. Our cars weren't there. Carrier was like nowhere to be seen, nowhere to be found. But, hey, but um, on a, on a good note though, he rolled your windows up. Unlike he did to Anna's. Oh yeah, that's that Anna was, Flowers that was a from DC. I mean, she literally took her amp, turned it sideways, and water poured out of that thing because Whoa, he, that was... he. So what happened is he got stuck somewhere <laughs> and he had to move the cars. 
So he rolled the windows down to move the cars on and off the transport, and he never rolled up Anna's windows. That sucks. And then were you part of that group that he hijacked your vehicles and said, hey, I'm not taking them back unless you pay extra money? No, that was – that was, I think, Just years rusty? later. Oh, okay. No, that was us, too. It was oh, us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when we, we got our car, it, it was after finals. Yes. They wouldn't take it off without, like, us paying more money because – and, you know, I guess maybe I can kind of feel for them because they were like, dude, these aren't, these aren't regular cars. You know? <laughs> these, these are, like, extreme cars. We got to take shit apart. We got to put our little feet in, like, the little, you know, uh, place to push the gas and mm-hmm. – and, uh, but – um Man, it just, it's funny. We keep going off in these tangents, you know, it's like, <laughs> I got this mindful of like all these, these fun experiences. But anyway, so our car carrier almost didn't make it. It ended up showing, uh, I think it might've been like the first day or the, it was like after roll in and it might've been the first day. Mm-hmm. And, and what was a cool part, you know, big thanks to all the competitors uh, that was that kind of voted about, I voted on this, but DB drag, took it to the competitors and said you know what it wasn't these guys fault you know car carriers showed up late is it cool that they you know still compete that's right so you you guys had till midnight to get there and they they, showed up at like 1 a.m and i was because i was sitting there waiting um obviously because it was my guys that were coming right from the west coast back there so i was yeah i waited it It was it it was hella late I remember. It probably, you know, would have been a big chunk of the competitors at that year at finals that wouldn't have yep. been there. But, you know, the the competitors, even some of the guys, they didn't even have to. Like, guys in our class could have been like, nope. They could have been, you know, douchebags and been like, nope, get out of here. You know, yep. you didn't make it in time. But, you know, it was, I think it was just more so like the uh, the spirit of mm-hmm. competition that they said, okay, you know, it's, it's cool. It wasn't your fault. Let's do it. And uh, that was that was the year uh, that was the year that I won. Um, and it was also kind of weird too. So we, it seemed like there was something wrong with each car, you know? <laughs> so I got, I got my car, my pit stall. I thought everything was good. And, and, um, you know, I did everything. Uh, there was like this little secret. Well, it wasn't a secret at the time, but you know, people use duct tape and I think they still use now, but I remember after duct taping my, my, you know, woofers in, you know, and I was like, dang, what happened? You know? And, and we got there really late, so everything was last minute. We couldn't test. You know, it was like, you know, get your stuff and get in the lanes. So um, I was looking through all my uh, my amps, and, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to make excuses or anything, but, uh, you know, some of the uh, – uh, I think one of the amps uh, was in Master or Slave or, you know – so I was like, man, dude, somebody, you know, I don't know, maybe it was me, but uh, some of my uh, settings were off, and it just was like, dude, everyone was just like having a bad day after the car carrier came in. We we got there all late, and you know, just having to rush things. So, dude, qualifying, I think I might have been like fifth or sixth. So yeah. it was like, um, and that's that's what I, you know, we I talk about nicknames. You know, I gave the car that I used a nickname. It was it was the purple buzzsaw, right? Because <laughs> it was it was a purple car for you know for that reason, but also because at that finals, I had to literally you know cut my way all the way to you know to, to become first place, and and uh, people are saying, 
dude, why are you sandbagging? You know, and I'm like, I, I swear to you, to... I thought you did that on purpose. No, no way. I was like, I'm not trying to sandbag because at that at that finals, it was a who's who's of competitors. So, I, you know, I want to try to distance myself away from those guys as much as I can. But being fifth or sixth, I, I had to like go up against past champions and, you know, just to make my way towards finals. And it was like, Dude, you, I mean, I'm probably, uh, well, you guys know who Danny Brin was. He was a world Trendsetter. champion. Yep. Trendsetters, border uh, motorsports. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the champion as well. Mm-hmm. Rip Rock, the guys from Canada. Oh, she's. Dude, so I had to go heads up with those guys, and it was like, dude, I'm not sandbaggy. I wouldn't want to put myself here to go up against these guys just to make it to the finals. You know, I'd, I'd rather coast on first and, you know, and, and stuff like that. But uh, I think, it was just kind of like having to fight my way through that that bracket made it that much more memorable for me. And being my first one, you know, um, my wife now at the time was my girlfriend. She was there with me, and um, you know, this just the support. Um, you know, uh, of course, the, the other team members were there. Roger, uh, Darren was there. Santos, uh, a lot of the XSSPL. Those are all, all the XSSPL guys, and. Um, yeah, I still got pictures, uh, from, from that day too. It was, uh, Sam Horn. He was right there. Um, and, uh, these are pictures taken by, uh, you guys know who, uh, well, a lot of you old school guys know who Oki is. Oki, you know, uh, I'm trying to get him on from... here. Yeah. He, I'm going to yeah. get him on here one of these times and let him talk about it. He's from Germany. Oh, he's having he's some uh, family. Yeah. He's not having some family issues currently and they're trying to get mm-hmm. through him. But once he does. Oh. Uh, get through that we will absolutely have him on here he he stops at my house uh did he stop at your house every year because yeah he, always he, stayed, stayed, with me. he stayed the night he yeah. stayed the night at my place and yep i think that next uh next weekend or next couple of days we ended up driving to ces together and, yeah um yeah so he took pictures and um he, he like gave me all these pictures uh when i won and uh you know getting all these hugs from everybody and just that feeling you know like you know, just of accomplishment and more so just like relief because, man, start from the get go, cars weren't there, you know, stuff going on with our, all of our amps, well, all of our stuff and, you know, just, just relief and made it that much more memorable. Okay. We, back then we have, uh, well, actually, this is it right here, my, uh, my, Damn, uh, the I trophy. Was say something about that, guys, dude. Well, don't look at the top because the top broke off, but I mean, <laughs> I'm, let's see, uh, well, it's what, like seven, eight feet tall. Damn. And, uh, yeah. Imagine trying to bring that back on the car carrier. We had to like take it apart and stuff like that to bring it back. This was before they had the rings, but, um, okay. so, yeah, just seeing pictures of, uh, you know, that, uh, stuff that happened back then. And, you know, um, so actually that, hold on quick, Jeff. Um, yeah. I'm going to, uh, just so people can see, I am, pulling this up right now oh okay nice. um oh doug's got the footage no not the footage oh this is your bracket oh, so you actually <laughs> qualified uh, yeah. let's see Sick. that'd be one one two, one two three four so you're right you, one you qualified one. either five or six right yeah, yeah, and and you went against border border motorsports. You qualified with a one fifty nine point eight. They came in at one sixty three point one. 
So they're thinking they're four tenths up on you. They got you. They own you, right? Yeah. Because obviously mm-hmm. they sandbag too, right? Um, slightly. It's the name of the game, right? And then so <laughs> well, you... I didn't sandbag. It was, right. That's that's what it was. So then you come and in. I think that dude, that dude can. If uh-huh. it wasn't for him, you know, hitting that score, I probably wouldn't even made it in the top eight. So so Ken did a one fifty eight point nine. Yeah. So oh so that makes yeah so that makes you six out of eight. Um, okay. he went against Danny Britton. Then you went against Danny Sick. Britton. Right. So Danny yes. Britton's badass, right? I mean that dude's yeah. multi-time time champion and whatnot. You did a one sixty four one against him. Um, and then it was you against Team Rip Rock. So Look just how close those scores were. Yeah, one sixty four to one sixty three point seven. And you know what? Um, little known story. Um, we were running the the REs back then. I know a lot of you guys, a lot of new guys, probably hadn't heard of RE. Yep. Um, RE audio, but um, back then, um, they they had a booth, right? So yep. they were they were reconing woofers as you know as people were running. So every time I ran, I actually went back to their booth, brought my woofers. Thankfully, I only had two. They reconed them. I put them back in, and it was like a fresh new woofer every time. Yep. Except for that last, except for that last final run, because mm-hmm. I think it was like it was. I didn't have enough time. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, in, in the lanes, it was me and Rip Rock. And another little known story: uh, Rip Rock at the time was running. I think it was Power Base amps. And like all the way up until like a couple of weeks before finals, I was running power base. Um, and uh, the guy at the time, I think his name was Johnny at a uh, power base. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he didn't know I switched the sound stream at the time or, or whatever the case was. He, you know, he saw me at finals and he's like, oh, all right, you know, we're going to do good this week and, or, you know, this weekend. And, and, uh, you know, I kind of I thought, you know, I thought, you knew I was running Soundstream now. And and uh, it was like all through up until finals, he was kind of like giving me a stink eye because his his guy was running power base. And he really wanted his guy to beat me because, well, actually, we still had the, the amps, but it, it went to another team member of ours right. um, at the time. So, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is like. More drama, more drama. Now I'm at the finals. I'm talking to my old sponsor, you know, who's like <laughs> out to get me, you know, because of all this that happened. And you know, luckily, you know, I pulled, I pulled, uh, pulled away with the win. And you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was fun, fun times. No, uh, this this is awesome, um, Jeffrey. I hate to do this. Um, no, we're, Doug, we're running do up it. on the hour. <laughs> Uh, so, I, I definitely go after hours, right, Moses? Where's the after <laughs> hours? Man, Bonus footage. Um, Bonus footage. So, so, but before we do go, I want to talk about your transition over to judging a little bit. And okay. um, a, a big thing is, um, and and one hundred percent, this is no disrespect to any other judges out there. That you know includes Kramer and Wyatt and uh, little Jeremy and all them. There's, I, I have no disrespect for any of those guys at all. But by far. My favorite judge to work with is Jeffrey um, as far as – well, it, it's true because <laughs> Jeffrey's very meticulous, 
and he's yeah. even-handed. Um, he's not trying to ban anybody, the old tour ban, right? Uh, we're not yeah. trying to do that. Um, you know, he, he says, hey, man, this is great. Let's talk about it. You know it. what, real quickly, sorry to Go interrupt ahead. you, Doug. Go ahead. We're, you know, we're judges, right? But we're yeah. not out there to be, and I'm trying to be frank here, we're not out there to be assholes. We're not, we're not out there to disqualify nope. anybody. We want everybody to be there. We want everybody to compete. So, you know, for somebody to say that, you know, I don't know, just, dude, they need to look at, uh, you know, the history and stuff like that. And, you know, we're not trying to be assholes about it. We're just, yep. you know, trying to, like you're saying, be meticulous about things. Yep. But go on, go on. Our, our job as judges is to prevent, present a fair playing field. And that's what yes. I believe. I believe you are one of the best judges I've worked with. I mean, that includes think... Ray Choi and everybody else. Um, Thanks. You're uh, making me cry, Doug. <laughs> and, and, and a big part of that was he was a competitor first and then came yeah. over to the judges. So he already knows that, hey, man, dude, this guy's got his heart and soul into this vehicle. The last thing we want to do is tell you, hey, bud, you can't compete today because this isn't right. Right. Um, and, yeah. and, and obviously all the judges were human. We make errors. Um, and there's one way um, uh, I will never uh, judge a vehicle that's been in my area the entire time at World Finals. I That makes no sense for me to look at it. That's why I asked Jeffrey to do it or Jeremy or somebody else. Somebody that hasn't seen those vehicles, I need you to look at it because my eyes, I may have gone blind to some of the stuff that you got going on, or I hyper-focus on stuff that maybe other judges don't. When I go into other judges' areas, I find stuff all the time that they're like, oh, well, oh, I didn't even look at that. Um, and I'm sure they do the same for me, right? It's just that's where we're at. And um, But as far as judges go, um, fair-minded, even-handed, uh, Jeffrey, for me personally – uh, he is my favorite one to work with. And like I said, it's no disrespect to any of the other judges. Um, I love working with Ray Choi. Ray Choi is super smart, dude. Uh, he knows. Oh, he's, he's, yeah, he's definitely fun to work with. Yeah. He, he, I agree. He I knows agree. back backwards, forwards. He's, um, you know, I've been part of the rules since 2000, uh, 2001. I've been part of the rules either on a committee or as a judge. So I'm very familiar with the background on the rules and why they're there and how they came to be. Uh, same with Ray, and you know he's smarter than I am. So uh, always, I always like to be the dumbest guy in the room. It's not that hard when you're me. So, um, but um, like I said, Jeffrey's an awesome judge. If you guys get an opportunity to work with the guy, he's very meticulous. He does a, in my opinion, does one of the best jobs around as a judge. So, um, I just wanted to put that out there. I wanted to make sure you knew that if you didn't already know that from me. Um, so remind me, what was what was your PayPal again? Send you that twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. <laughs> you guys didn't hear that. Right? So <laughs> no, but I, but I totally uh, like I said, I appreciate you as a judge, um, as a person Thanks. too. Thank you. Ju uh, you know, um, you know, uh, I remember you from uh, when your wife was your girlfriend, and you guys bought that pole. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh, the one I had uh, in my backyard. Yeah, right. the one you had uh, in your backyard. 
yeah, good time. It was a uh, it was tetherball, the tetherball, tetherball pole, right? sure, sure, with the lights and the uh, disco <laughs> yeah. ball and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, um, and then your development in your martial arts, uh, your acting oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, in case people don't know, Jeffrey here, he's a famous actor. You can catch him on people's oh, court. No, no, <laughs> not not uh, not not famous. But uh, you know, like they say, there's no uh, little parts, just little actors. That's right. And I happen to be one of them. So. <laughs> Fifteen seconds. Yeah, of just fame. just do a search yeah, on okay. IMDb uh, for Jeffrey Fernandez. You'll yeah. see a lot of my work there. Yep. <laughs> uh, one of the coolest yeah, things. Uh, actually, though, one of the coolest things that uh, Jeffrey's done is uh, he was a model for a video game. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So, it was. Uh, it was originally. I think it was True Hong Kong, um, but then it got rebranded to uh, the Sleeping Dogs. And actually, I play a number of characters, uh, but you can tell it's me. Um, you know, they did a full body scan of me. Um, you know, they we didn't do like the little ping pong balls like you do now because it's like that's like the uh, latest technology. But uh, back then, it was just a, a body scan and. And uh, like the clothing I wore and stuff like that. So I think it was uh, characters. One of the characters' name was Jay Kwan on the Sleeping Dogs. And and uh, you know when it when the video game came out, I was you know playing myself. I was beating myself up and stuff like that. So if you guys get a chance, you know, check it out or you know check me out on my YouTube, um, uh, Booming Jeff the Champ, and uh, you can see a couple of those videos and stuff like that. So yeah, shameless plug. No, no, there's no shameless plugs here. Uh, we're all about trying to grow the business and grow what uh, you guys yes. do individually. Um, you know, and then obviously your martial arts stuff. You're a teacher now, right, for your martial arts? Um, yeah, just um, – well, before we moved up here uh, to Dallas, uh, I lived uh, in East Texas. And uh, it, was, it was a small uh, small city, small town, and, uh, you know, they had a jiu-jitsu gym. And, and moving uh, from California, uh, I was doing jiu-jitsu there. Um, I'm actually a purple belt, uh, now. Um, but, uh, when I moved out to East Texas, um, you know, there's a jujitsu gym and, you know, I kind of ran down my experience and they, uh, automatically made me in charge of their uh, kids program, had me teach classes there a couple of times a week. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, uh, fun times there as well. And I need to get, uh, get going over here up in Dallas too, you know, but, uh, <laughs> Is your daughter? I'm enjoying all the food. I'm enjoying all the uh, barbecue <laughs> that uh, Dallas has to offer here. So I need to get back into it. <laughs> Is your daughter still uh, practicing the martial arts too, or? Um, not so much. Not so oh, much. Okay. She, she's there in California she right was now. She's trying the acting school. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. It was cool. She liked it, but uh, you know she had to miss a lot of school for that. And yep. you know, so just kind of decided, you know, school is gonna be more important and. She's uh, in college right now, studying to be a teacher. So, yeah. Yeah. hey, but you got you got to admit it's really cool. Oh, it's her birthday. To... It's her it's her birthday tomorrow. So, oh. just to throw it out there. Happy birthday! <laughs> um, Happy birthday! Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, but uh, you know, I know it had to be cool because I remember you telling me uh, you were going on set with her and stuff like that. So that's oh, yeah. that's a passion you had was to act and to be able to take your kid and watch that passion develop within your child is is freaking awesome. Oh yeah. You know, I'm sure that oh, was yeah. a proud daddy moment for you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, to have her have an interest in what I do, you know, just kind of brings a tear to anybody's eye, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, you know what, we're going to hit you up with the, um, I, 
I, I got to have you back, Jeff. We have. Um, I was just looking at these. Hold on, wait. I got. I got to pull up some of these names. I'm looking at over here. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at um, uh, Rodney Bush. Um, yeah. Where's ours? A uh, Brad Fergard, Kevin Collar. Yeah. Alfar- David Alfaro, Trendsetters TJ. Um, you know, Sound Old Mechanics, Team Shocker X. Come on, you know. Uh, I'm going to have exactly. to get some of these guys and have you. H&K Kent, he's still competing, I think. Right? Um, Team FX, obviously, WCA Anna, Ryan Ferguson. I mean, come on. Ed Lester. Uh, oh, hey, how about our buddy down there with the purple people eater car? Um, uh, Quad Box. Oh, okay. Leonard yeah. Foster. Yeah, yeah. we might. He's uh, he's in Texas. He's in Texas. We might have to get some Leonard Foster on here sometime. Alan Dante. Uh, I don't think the world's ready for that. Oh, they are. <laughs> I don't think they're ready. The don't. world's ready. Uh, he is. He is a very unique personality. We will say. Yeah. Um, hey, check this out. So I'm looking over here at the death match. Team Nuts. High output audio. Yeah. Broken Team Silence. Nuts. Biggie. Cactus Sounds. Dude, I think that was uh, the time when they gave out the car, they, right? Was it was it either the motorcycle or the car. It was the car. I think didn't Scotty uh, Scotty Johnson? Uh, nope. Edge he Audio. Won, he won a car. Ext- yep. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So this is that was the street class. Um, yeah. Then Deathmatch. Then I mean, and we had a Deathmatch for every class. Super Street. We had Deathmatch for Street Max. We had a stre- Deathmatch for Sick. Street. Uh, we had Deathmatch for Extreme. That's the one that Edge Audio uh, blew everything up and did a 104. Oh. But Team Loud did a that was in that um, that station wagon thing that that black thing that Team Loud shipped over from Norway did a 175.1 for five minutes. Damn. We need to get those guys to come back out here. Team Loud. We need to get uh, the Europeans out here. We Period. do. Cause this was fun, you know. They brought their uh, they brought their alcoholic, uh, you know, country based uh, alcoholic beverages. Oh and, no, that was the Canadians. You know, can, oh, those Canadians! Holy was, crap, I man! Mean, you remember the the Canadians would bring the pallet of beer with them, oh, and they can't bring shit. it back across. So you guys had to drink had the whole drink pallet. It. I guess <laughs> I guess just we had to drink it, right? You know, I, I had a lot of fun uh, here, Doug. And you know, uh, there was a couple of times you asked me on the show, and I was like. Dude, all right. If you want the lowest ratings, uh, you know I'll be on the show. But uh, just, you know, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for asking me on. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you coming on. Like I said, it, it, it's just hanging out, having a good time, talking about stuff uh, together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to have you back on to start talking about some of the rule stuff that we talked about. Uh, we can't bring it out yet because it was uh, in confidence. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say a lot of the stuff we talked about about the rules is probably close to accurate to the direction DB Drag may be headed. Um, Not all of it, not all of it, but definitely some of it. So uh, keep that in mind. Wayne's really working hard on trying to take care of some other stuff. Um, But other than that. Yeah, we got to get it out there because a lot of these competitors, you know, they they want information on finals. and Especially um, California, right? I mean, we go all year long. Well, so, the Texas guys too now. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's it's like, you know, um, <clears throat> I guess reintroducing DB Drag to the uh, the Texas scene, you know, when they were so used to other organizations, now they're just like, 
you know, everybody wants to know, you know, when's finals, you know, what's the, you know, what, what's DB drive, what's base race, what's cyclone. And it's, it's yeah. like, you know, like, you know, we're, we're working on the rules and, yep. you know, we're going to get out, out to you as soon as we can, but just hang tight, you know? Um, but, uh, I mean, all we can do is just wait, but, uh, you know, you guys, it'll be worth it. It will. It absolutely will. And then I... you guys, and then you guys can get to, um, like a lot of these guys, you know, they'll say, I, I need to know the rules now so I can build. Bam, the rules, the rules hit <laughs> online. The rules hit online. What are they doing for the next two months? Kind of just chilling, you know, not doing <laughs> yeah. anything. Pretty much. I mean, that's how, that's how we were too, you know, when, yep. when, uh, we would hit up companies for, for equipment and stuff like that. We're like, we got to have it now. We got to have it now. And then, then we get it and it was like, uh, okay. You know, we got to build now. We got, we got to do our stuff. So that's, that's, uh, you know, kind of like what I'm afraid of when these rules come out that, you know, uh, uh, a lot of the, those people that were really eager to, uh, you know, get things going are, are not, but, um, I mean, that's just, that's the name of the game. You know, it's, uh, we can get it out there for you guys, um, sooner or later. And, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be there no matter what. So, yes, sir. Okay. One last question for you, sir. What's your definition of a base head? My definition of a base head. Um, I don't, you know, when the term base head, right? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? It, it's almost like, and you know, I don't want to put any negative connotations to it, but you hear people like, Oh, crackhead, right? <laughs> oh, that, that guy's a meth head or, well, or, they used to be know, called base heads back in the eighties, right? Base, exactly. Maybe that's where they got it from. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's an what, addiction. what is, and it's an, exactly, I was going to say, what is like the common thread yep. between all of those, you know, base heads and, and crackheads and it, it's an addiction. So, I mean, I look, I like to look at it as, you know, connoisseurs of, of low notes, you know, in like music songs and, and stuff like that. When you're, you're at a stoplight, you know, and then you turn it up past 10, you know, you you're a base head. It doesn't matter if you compete, you know, you, you yourself, it's just a connoisseur of base. That's it. You're, you're, you're feeding your addiction to base. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. That's, that's, that's yeah. a good definition. Yeah. Chasing the base dragon says, uh, Noel McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Hey, Moses, thank you for stopping in again today. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you guys, um, I didn't get a hold. I tried to get a hold of Lunsford all week. I couldn't get a hold of him. We're trying to work out the date for the Lunsford custom show coming up. Uh, okay. So once I get that, I will let everybody know here and also on uh, the Sonic FX or the um, Facebook page along with Term Pro. So it'll get up there. Yeah, uh, you know what, Doug? Um, yes, sir. Go ahead. I'm having some problems too with like uh, um, shops you know, kind of getting back to me. I don't know. It, are we not making it like easy enough to, I mean, this is probably <laughs> could be another show altogether. And I, I'm sorry for right. bringing up last second, but yeah. um, you know, for those of you watching, you know, that want to host an event, let us know what we can do to make it easier for you guys. Yeah. Because a lot of us, we're what they call turnkey promoters. Yep. All you need to do. And in most cases is provide us with a, a plug to uh, plug in. Or we even have like uh, generators. Right. Just provide us a spot, and you know we'll 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 run things. You know we've done it all in the past. Doug has, has you know officiated over finals many many years. So it's like 
I, I kind of run into that and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what the, uh, the holdup is, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's just do it. Get it done. Yeah. So like I said, it's, we're just working on it, trying to get it all figured out. So, uh, right. what we will get it out. I'm going to get my, uh, season out. Um, I'll get announcements out probably in the next three or four weeks. Uh, for, you know, my series of shows, the Reno shows, the Fresno shows, the Sacramento shows. Uh, Nyman was supposed to get out either today or tomorrow out of uh, where he was at. So that should uh, work out really good. We're going to start working to- towards shows with Nyman also. Uh, he's looking forward to getting back and trying some stuff. Uh, he might not be in the lanes for a while as a competitor, um, but he definitely wants to, um, you know, get the group of people back together because he enjoys being around them, right? Hell yeah. So, Nyman's good people when it comes to that kind of stuff. He has a, yeah. one of the best spots there are for hosting events. Uh, we don't have any problems there, uh, you know, other than the occasional guy getting shot or you know, whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it only happened once, but he didn't get shot there. He just came up to the show after he got shot, so. Um, but uh, Diamond's a good dude, man. You no. guys, you know, have the chance to go out to his shows, you know, Doug shows, dude, do it. Um, you know, he's a good host. So, uh, Jeffrey, where are we going to check out the shows you have upcoming or how does somebody get a hold of you for putting on shows and whatnot? Um, do a search, uh, on Facebook. If you're not already, um, following us on uh boom and audio competitions. Um, I, I joke around when I, when I do the events, I'm like, check us out on all the social networking websites. Uh, you know, Boom and Audio competitions. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on OnlyFans. We're on Farmers.com. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to put it out there that you can find us, dude. Yep. All you have to do is just fall over and do a search for us on, uh, you know, Facebook or all your social networking websites, and and we're there. We're not uh, that difficult to uh to to talk to, and um, you know, we're just itching to do a show. We're just itching to do a show. Yep. Hit uh, us up. Yeah, and so you guys who uh, next week we uh, I got confirmation we are going to have uh, Christopher Munson. We've had Nathan on oh, here good. before, but we're going to have Christopher Munson on next week. So hopefully, I mean, he's got. I mean, I can't even express to you guys <laughs> how much he's taken the reins from his father and made him his own. Um, you know, he did all this stuff on his own. And he's done an awesome job with it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to him next week. Um, anyway, so Moses, anything coming up with you, sir? Man, not much, man. Just trying to follow you guys in these competitions, dude, so I could uh, get the beat down again on this FJ, you know. I can only <laughs> sit home for so long, dude, before I start getting that itch for that base Oh, stuff, speaking dude. of Moses, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I'm doing a show out here in Texas January 29th. You know, if you want to, you can make it out here at Crossfire headquarters. Well, I'll give you a tour of the company. Hey, so, uh, what is it like? Uh, four hours, right? That's like service. Two twenty-four. Yeah, it's it's, it's a like little more 20, than twelve something. You know, normally when I drive back out to California, I'll I'll stay the night in El Paso, have fun in El Paso, get up and start driving again. So El Paso. You know, hey, yeah, El Paso. It's kind of like almost uh, a midpoint. Oh, area. really? You're still in yeah. Texas as the midpoint. Yeah, believe it or not, Damn. that's like 10 hours of driving already. Wow. I, that's the, pretty sick. So. The last time I stopped, I stopped in Santa Fe, I think it is. Is that the one that comes through there, through New Mexico? Where? When you come through Santa New Mexico, Fe. is it Santa Fe that you hit when um, you're going down to SoCal? I think so. Okay. So I, I, no. I just know whatever freeway I was taking through the 10 or whatever it was from California, but we stayed in uh, New Mexico when we when we went that way, so – 
Uh, I'll yeah, be Moses, out. so if you, you want to check it out. Okay, I'll be seeing you in uh, October, Jeffrey. So, yes. Uh, yes, my sir. my daughter has her wedding in December uh, in uh, October, uh, the week after finals. Um, oh. So we will be doing that in downtown Dallas. So I might hit you nice. while I'm okay. there and say what's up. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we went a little bit long tonight, but that was, I, I don't even think we even hit we even scratched the surface with Jeffrey. <laughs> Appreciate it, you know, appreciate it, Doug. It, it was fun. I mean, like I said, it was it was fun. Thanks for having me on, Doug. No, appreciate I appreciate it. it. So once again, next Monday at 6 p.m. California time, the only time that matters. Um, hopefully we'll see you guys again next week. You can check us out on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, iTunes, iHeart, all those things. You can see that thing. I'll post links uh, once I get this done, uh, once it gets uploaded to the uh, files. But – Anyway, once again, thank you guys for coming, and uh, thanks to my guests, Jeffrey and Moses Martinez. Check it in, and uh, we will catch you guys next week.